Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. As case numbers of COVID-19 increase, so do real needs. The Community Foundation of Singapore through the Sayang Sayang Fund is seeking to raise some 3 million Singapore dollars to meet evolving and urgent needs for services from charities. Among the users of the funds, support for seniors stranded at home in need of food, necessities, even medical supplies. Time to welcome to Influence, Catherine Lowe, CEO of the Community Foundation of Singapore. Good morning, Catherine. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. I am fine. Thank you. Good to hear. All right, let's start with CFS and the work that it does. How does it support charities and why has the Community Foundation of Singapore started this Sayang Sayang Fund? The Community Foundation of Singapore is also a charity. Mm-hmm. We were founded in the 2008 and our main objective is really to inspire philanthropy in Singapore. And we do that by helping donors you know, achieve a greater impact with their giving in communities through charitable funds. Donors can establish their own funds or, you know, if they wish, they could uh, support one of the uh, community impact funds that uh, we start up. And the Sayang Sayang Fund is one of such a community impact fund. Uh, The fund Sayang Sayang was uh, set up in response to the uh, needs that is arising because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, with our understanding of the needs on the ground, our network of, uh, you know, um, community partners, uh, government agencies, charity partners, you know, we were able to quickly see what are the needs out there, who needs help. And we thought by setting up a fund, it is a, an effective way of a garnering uh, financial support from those who, are, who want to give and um, quickly to disperse it to all those in need. I understand. So that's why we started that, yeah. I understand the fund aims to help healthcare workers on the front lines and the vulnerable, and that the Sayang Sayang Fund has pledged some quarter of a million dollars of taxi vouchers to frontline staff of healthcare institutions. How close is the fund to meeting that goal? Uh, well, you know, happy to say that uh, thanks to the generosity of our donors, you mm-hmm. know, we have actually uh, dispersed uh, over 400,000 of uh, taxi transport vouchers, you know, to 129 public hospitals, polyclinics and uh, community healthcare providers. Mm-hmm. And uh, for that, I have to thank Comfort Delgro, Grab and Gojek for partnering with us. And and I must say that uh, when we started the fund, you know, our first objective was, well, you know, the uh, healthcare workers right. are on the front line. They are supporting us. And it is only right that we provide them with some love and care, sayang them a bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we started uh, this fund. So that was the first, you know, project that uh, we were looking to do. But uh, over time, when we raised the money, we called the... Um, uh, the charities, you know, come uh, through a grant court and uh, to send over their funding request to us, we found that there are lots of needs. Uh, the first round of grant calls, you know, we received uh, almost $3 million uh, in, you know, in requests for funding. Wow. And, and that is why, you know, come, uh, we've decided to continue on with the fund to raise more money. Okay, so where are the urgent needs now, Catherine? And how is CFS helping to plug these gaps? Welcome uh, with the 
you know, come uh, with the circuit breaker measures, with the uh, loss of work, everybody having to stay at home, I would say almost everyone in Singapore is uh, affected. So one of the uh, very urgent needs that uh, we have, uh, we are trying to address is really, you know, come, uh, how to support the students that are, you know, having to uh, study from home, right? Home-based learning. And uh, through our Recess at Home program, we are very grateful that uh, we have the uh, partnership and support of the Ministry of Education um, to quickly reach out to, you know, thousands of uh, children, you know, who might need uh, financial support because uh, these students uh, do get uh, subsidized or free food when they were in school. So now that they cannot go to school, you know, um, uh, we want to provide them with some uh, financial support. So at least, you know, there is some assurance that they do get their proper meals while they study at home. So that is uh, one need. Um, uh, We realize too that there are you know, the seniors that may be sick and are living alone at home mm. and are not getting their usual medical care and support. So, you know, we would also love to set up an emergency fund for those community nurses or even volunteers who are still allowed to do house visits to, you know, provide these vulnerable seniors with any form of support that they might need. We understand that there are lots of you know, uh, uh, groups out there that are already providing food and basic necessities, but, you know, um, the community uh, nurses who might be visiting these elders could supply them with, uh, you know, medical, you know, um, uh, medicines or anything, you know, the essentials that they might need while they are staying at home on their own. So, um, yeah, even young students, you know, the students uh, from uh, families who might need them to take on a part-time job to, you know, to supplement the family income are no longer being able to do so. So, you know, um, uh, some financial support to uh, students, uh, you know, um, uh, so that they could actually focus on uh, studies and not drop out of school because of the worries of uh, having to provide for the family. That is one thing that we would like to do as well. And of course, you know, uh, we have lots of uh, of uh, foreign guests and workers, you know, who are falling sick. How can we help them? Mm. And last but not least, you know, back to our healthcare workers again, mm-hmm. you know, with these uh, number of cases that they have to take care of, I think it is uh, very important that uh, they stay physically and uh, mentally healthy, you know, um, uh, that the stress doesn't get to them. And uh, yeah, we do wish to be able to continue to support these uh, workers uh, with transport vouchers or even funding, you know, so that their organizations can uh, charter, say, buses, you know, um, uh, to send them home quickly after their long work shifts. Yes, yes. So given the number and the sheer variety of needs out there, how is the fund approaching giving? I understand in your initial phase, uh, CFS was seeking donations of a million and above. Right now is pretty much any help welcome? Welcome. We do have a target of a three million, and uh, as we speak, you know, there are more needs uh, surfacing. So I do think that the fund will continue to to stay open uh, as long as uh, there are, you know, the needs out there that need support. So 
yeah, we do have a team of uh, grant makers out there to assess the situation. We don't work alone. We work with uh, our partners. You know, um, uh, there are government agencies out there like NCSS or like AIC, Agency of Integrated Care. Mm-hmm. We have our whole network of charity partners, and uh, we have uh, other funders. You know, uh, who are active, and uh, even volunteer groups. You know, we work with all these to get all the information together to see. You know, come uh, where and how. You know. The the Sayang Sayang Fund can help. Is there a minimum of a million dollars to be able to donate? Uh, no, no, no. no. So any, uh, so any well. amount is, uh, you know, is uh, very welcome. And I must say that uh, Singaporeans in general have been uh, very uh, generous because uh, uh, last week when many of us received the $600 of a solidarity payment, yes. many many of them, have, many people have donated online in support of uh, Sayang Sayang and also you know, the other charities that happen to be fundraising. Singaporeans are so generous. It's so lovely to hear that. Can you share with us a little bit of your estimate of how much you're going to need to meet the evolving emergency needs you anticipate for the next couple of weeks? For the next couple of weeks, yeah. well, I, why I do hope that we could raise another one to two million dollars so that uh, we could actually, you know, come uh, provide a, a longer term targeted support because I think this is a pandemic and this is something that is not going to go away, you know, by early June and uh, the economy, you know, will only be slowly, you know, cranking up after that. So there will still be people who will need uh, support one way or the other. I understand when it comes to seniors in particular, you're looking at sort of structural and digital solutions to help seniors who may be stranded at home. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, um, one of the things that uh, well, we take for granted is that uh, we have our laptops to keep us entertained. We have our mobile phones, you know, to, to keep us connected with the rest of the world. Uh, there are many seniors uh, out there who do not have access to such technology. They may not even know how to use a mobile phone. And uh, what they have is just a normal phone in their homes, right? And um, it is sometimes difficult for you know the organizations that are supporting them who no longer can visit these uh, seniors at home because of all these uh, circuit breaker measures to get a pulse check on how they are doing so you know some things like a basic like say a webcam you know installed could be helpful and uh, for those uh, who could actually make use of technology you know come uh, yeah teaching them you know uh, helping them to be able to use uh, whatsapp to chat and uh, you know to stay connected is something very important let's get to know you a little bit uh, Catherine I understand before you joined CFS in 2012 you spent more than 20 years in the financial industry you worked with Nomura Lehman Brothers Goldman Sachs so what we do here on Money FM you're extremely familiar with I wonder in terms of the issues that you hope to raise by steering CFS what do you hope to bring to public attention at this time well I think um what this pandemic has brought us is uh, really, you know, uh, to realize that uh, the whole world is interconnected, right? And uh, we can't just take care of ourselves, 
you know, we just can't take care of our family members, our own country. You know, we have to look at the whole world and to see that, uh, you know, everyone is in, interconnected in one way or the other. So that is uh, one message that uh, well, I learned. And, and I find that um, with this, you know, we really have got to lend a helping hand to everybody that is uh, in need. And uh, we can't just, you know, focus on ourselves and ensure that we are okay. We have to make sure that everyone is okay. So, you know, come, uh, when it comes to looking at steering CFS, you know, mm-hmm. to see you know, come, what is, you know, what else can we do? You know, come, we are always having this, uh, you know, come, this vision of uh, helping the rest. And uh, basically at the end of the day, you know, while we try to inspire giving, um, you know, what we really hope to do is uh, to help our, you know, come, uh, the vulnerable, you know, those who need help in the community. So besides uh, all those that uh, we have uh, talked about earlier, you know, the, the elderly, the sick, you know, those uh, working in healthcare, there are people like uh, the homeless, right? Um, uh, a study has been done uh, just about a year ago that mm. there are a thousand homeless people in Singapore. So, you know, um, they are easily forgotten, but uh, they too are very much impacted by this, uh, well, you know, um, circuit breaker measures. And uh, what is sad is that uh, they don't even have a home to go back to. So, you know, um, uh, there, there, there is uh, help provided, you know, for them to be safe, you know, during this period, but uh, more support is needed for them, you know, come, uh, in terms of providing them with the necessities. And uh, over time, when things uh, settle down, you know, come, maybe we have to work a little bit harder on uh, helping them find, you know, permanent, permanent accommodations. Well, thank you. for What a sobering reminder, as you know, some people complain about having to stay at home. How grateful we should be for having a home, given the thousand people out there who are homeless. Wonderful to hear about what uh, CFS is doing at this time. Can you remind our listeners how we can help? Well, please do donate generously to the Sayang Sayang Fund or any other fund that is out there right now that is garnering support. And also, you know, to all these, you know, donate to all the charities that are fundraising right now. There are online giving platforms like giving.sg, you know, come to to support. Uh, if you wish to make an online donation, or you could also check out SG United, the websites for other ways to help. Well, great talking to you and wonderful to hear about the work of the Community Foundation of Singapore. Catherine Lowe there, CEO of CFS. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Michelle. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.